Thanks for checking out Stay Tuned this week. As we continue with our Wild West theme, today we're learning about a show that crossed several genres in an episode I call, Is it a Western? A spy show? A thriller? No, it's the Wild Wild West. There was no specific category for the Wild Wild West when it first debuted in 1965. Part Western, part spy, part thriller, now it would be defined as steampunk. Westerns have been extremely popular through the 1950s and into the 1960s, but in the mid-60s, the spy genre was gaining ground. Creator Michael Garrison combined the two. Secret Service agents Jim West, played by Robert Conrad, and Artemis Gordon, played by Ross Martin, worked for President Ulysses Grant and traveled the country by luxury train, the Wanderer. Oh yeah, and they have a ton of technology to make the job more exciting. Artemis is a master of disguise. Like James Bond, they had clever gadgets on hand, beautiful women in the wings, and delusional but brilliant enemies to fight against. The series debuted in 1965 and ran for four seasons, resulting in 104 episodes. Unfortunately, Garrison died a year into the show and never lived to see its completion. The show was filmed at CBS Studio Center. The 70-acre lot was used for Gunsmoke, Rawhide, and Gilligan as well. The theme song was written by Richard Markowitz. The intro had an animated sequence that continued to be filled in throughout the show. It was quite unique to this program. Conrad claimed to be the 17th actor to audition for the role of James West. Originally, Rory Calhoun was announced as the co-star. Conrad wore three-inch heels to hide that he was only 5'8". The casting office was not allowed to hire women over 5 feet 6 inches for the show. The first few episodes used stuntmen, but Conrad felt that it slowed production too much so he volunteered to do his own stunts. During season three, he fell from a chandelier and hit a concrete floor, leaving him with a concussion and weeks of hospitalization for dizziness. Ross played over 100 different characters during the run of the series. He sketched out the ideas for characters himself and then worked with makeup artists to get the right look. During the fourth season, Martin broke a leg when he dropped a rifle, stepped on it, and rolled his foot over it. If that wasn't bad enough, when the shell ejected, it burned his eye. Ross also suffered from a heart attack in 1968. Several other agents filled in for Martin while he recuperated. Considering that the show was only on for four years, it featured a number of guest stars, including Ed Asner, John Astin, Jim Backus, Ed Begley, Yvonne Craig, Sammy Davis Jr., Bernard Fox, Beverly Garland, Alan Hale Jr., Boris Karloff, Ted Knight, Harvey Corman, Sue Ann Langdon, Burgess Meredith, Agnes Moorhead, Carol O'Connor, Suzanne Blachette, Richard Pryor, Don Rickles, William Shallert, Ray Walston, and Keenan Wynn. The train was also a co-star on the show. The spies had two different trains. The first one was used for season one when the shows were filmed in black and white. It was a Sierra Railroad number no. three, which was not actually built till 1891, a mere technicality, I guess. The Rogers Locomotive and Machine Works built it in New Jersey. Footage was shot in Jamestown, California. This is the same train that was used in, as the Cannonball Run in Petticoat Junction. The shows filmed in color featured a train decorated with green and gold, full of fun gadgets. This one was built in 1875 by the Baldwin Locomotive Works in Philadelphia. It was used in many different films throughout the years. Both of these trains are on display at the Nevada State Railroad Museum. They were only featured in exterior shots. The interior of the train were designed by art director Albert Hashong with set director Raymond Malmue. 
It reportedly cost $35,000 in 1965. To put this in perspective, the average house in 1965 cost less than $4,000. The train was as resourceful as West and Gordon. A remote control under the table could immediately lock the door. A statue turned upside down and locked a wall safe. A telegraph set was hidden in a book on a desk. Pistols could be fired by activating a fireplace switch. The pool table had exploding balls, while cue sticks could fire bullets. Many of the above-mentioned stars were villains in the show. The most famous villain was Dr. Miguelito Loveless, played by Michael Dunn. He had a, role, a recurring role appearing on 10 different episodes. He always managed to escape at the end of the show. West and Artemis never did catch him, and a TV movie film later relays that he died in 1880 from ulcers brought on by the stress of his plans always being foiled by West and Gordon. Like Batman, Jim West always seemed to have the right gadget at his disposal when he needs it. Some of his more fun props included a sleeve gun, as well as a gun concealed in his heel. He also occasionally carried a blowtorch in his heel. Pass keys were stored under his lapel. A variety of fuses were sewn into hems of his clothes. To descend into a pit or be hoisted up on a roof, he had a handheld motor-driven winch. Glass cutters, which are useful, were available. Wires placed in his hat had many uses. Battery-powered drills helped them escape metal cages. His kit bag also held a large balloon. A miniature player made villains think shotguns were being fired. And of course, every smart Secret Service man wears a bulletproof vest and is equipped with tear gas or smoke bombs. They even had a cigar that would produce smoke when thrown on the ground and a coin that exploded when exposed to heat. There typically were two fights in every episode, choreographed by Whitey Hughes. Following the 1968 assassinations of Dr. Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy, a National Commission on the Causes and Prevention of Violence was formed. Violence on television was listed as one of the problems, and the Wild Wild West was cited as a violent show. So despite high ratings, the series was canceled near the end of the fourth season as a concession to Congress over television violence. However, the show was then released into syndication and at one time was listed on 99 different local channels. So the violence on television was not curbed by its cancellation. Several books and comic books were created based on the show. In 1979, the two stars returned to television with a movie, The Wild Wild West Revisited. In 1980, they showed up again in more Wild Wild West. Rumors existed the duo would do a reboot of the series, but when Ross died in 1981, it never came to fruition. A movie was made in 1999 based on the original show, but it was not well received. Will Smith later expressed regret for his role in the film. The Golden Raspberry is awarded to the worst films. When the 1999 film was awarded five of them, Conrad accepted them on behalf of the movie to show his displeasure with the remake. The show's success primarily stemmed from the fact that Artemis and Wes trusted each other completely, and their banter and technological gadgets made the show a pleasure to watch. We'll let the characters have the last word with a typical conversation that they use to end each show. Artemis. Naomi, my sweetness. That's what Naomi means in Hebrew. Did you know that? Naomi. Really? And what does Artemis mean? And James West. It means he who wastes a little time. 